Good evening, folks, and welcome back on this Saturday, the second day of March 2024. I'm your host, Mark Call. I'm going to do something a bit different for tonight's show. I had an opportunity this week to interview and catch up with good friend Daniel Holdings, who's probably well known to a lot of the listeners of this network author, commentator, and I guess you could say futurist, who's also been working lately on several movies with Steve Quayle, and we talked about both recent events and what's coming. So uh, we got lots to catch up on, Daniel. I'll say good morning. Hey, it's great to hear your voice. How you doing? I'm well, Mark. I'm well. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> it is uh, serendipitous that I talk to you today because uh, all kinds of stuff is hitting the proverbial fan. Yep. A lot of the stuff that's hit the fan, Daniel, and we can start here or we can start wherever you'd like, but a lot of the stuff are things that we've known about for a long time. For example, the big guy. And uh, Hunter Biden has now confirmed that, yeah, yeah, Big Daddy is the big guy. Tell me something we don't know. The admission certainly took a long time, even though they had the laptop and the FBI covered it up and so forth. So that's one. You have all the stuff coming about the uh, the Zyklon B injections, COVID, and destroying immune system function, and autoimmune disease on the rise. Uh, you have the the death tolls there. We have more on World War III. Turns out there have been British and French troops on the ground in Ukraine. Who could have thought it? Russia knew it. And uh, now it's been openly admitted to the point where they have even an additional excuse if they want a nuclear the West or escalate, uh, why not? They have everything they need. And on and on. There are so many things like that that have been lied about that we all knew were true, but now they're not even trying to hide it. And then there's the other stuff that's coming out, too, and we'll talk about that as well. So where, where would you like to go to start? Well, let's go here. Uh, I just, I've gotten a, a lot of reports this morning about various banking systems that are actually down, uh, on the down detector. Uh, and as, as well as snap. Uh, so it looks like <clears throat> now, excuse me, this has been going on for some time, but it looks like, uh, the wheels are coming off the banking sector. And what that means exactly anybody's, you know, it's anybody's guess, but I'm thinking that, uh, this is another shot over the bow as far as, uh, you know, a, a, Great collapse coming. What do you think? Well, I, I completely concur. There have been so many little signals of late. And uh, one of them, and this is something that we can certainly throw on the pile, uh, there was some CPI information that came out this week. Uh, there's the usual regular economic indicators that are saying things aren't right. Uh, Macy's closed, uh, is closing well over, uh, well, a whole bunch of what stores remain, uh, especially their flagship store in San Francisco, because what? They can't sell anything. They all get stolen out there because of shoplifting. And uh, there are places that are reporting that retailers are having to send literally an escort with every criminal that comes in the door because they figure they're going to steal something. They can't make any money that way, and it's destroying retail. But um, the other one, of course, is the Trump debacle where they're basically saying, we don't want an honest election. We'll prattle about democracy, but when it comes time to vote, if you're not illegal, the hell with you. And um, if you want a candidate that we don't want on the ballot, we're not going to allow that. So we had... The uh, Letitia James thing in New York, uh, anger on the scumbag who even got caught uh, literally with his pants down, or at least figuratively hitting on women. They called uh, they called it creeping them out. This was uh, James O'Keefe, 
And uh, for that, uh, a little bit of revelation, they're kicking him out of the um, the gyms across the country where he was doing these interviews. But on every front, what we're seeing is all of this evil is coming down. It's coming down through the court system. And so what they did, of course, is they, they're attempting to steal uh, the better part of half a billion bucks from Donald Trump with penalties and interest. And uh, how dare you do business in the criminal state of New York without paying your dues to the to the to the big guy and the controllers here. So we're going to take your buildings. And uh, the story this week was a Canadian pension uh, firm that had a, a huge Manhattan office tower sold it for sold the interest they had in it for one buck. And so um, if you yeah, remember Martin dog. Armstrong, he's been writing about this too. Get out of New York. Get the hell out of New York while you still can because it's going to go no bid. So it's not bad enough that the real estate and the, especially the commercial real estate is collapsing. They're putting the fire to it, and they're basically telling people, if you stick around for too long, we're going to steal your buildings anyway. You might as well get the buck even while you can. Uh, go ahead. Well, it's not, it's not a bad idea to get out of New York anyway because uh, if you recall – you probably reported on this last week or the week before. Uh, the uh, truckers are coming up with a, uh, what do you call it, uh, an embargo, I should say, against New York, where they refuse to drive into New York, which means that eventually New York will run out of supplies and food, and people are being, uh, 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 they're suggesting to people anyway that they, they uh, get out of New York because there won't be anything to eat in relatively short order. So what we see is, uh, and it's not just New York. I mean, what we see is liberal states uh, going by the wayside. I don't know if you saw this, but <clears throat> uh, just in, in, I think it was in uh, Oregon, uh, who, who probably about three years ago, they decriminalized all drugs, all yep. drugs, uh, underlined all <laughs> And uh, what they are finding is that, boy, that was a really bad idea, Mark. <laughs> yeah. They're, well, they got fentanyl deaths that are off the chart, so you're right. And now they're looking to reverse that, even in the leftist meccas. So it's beginning to it's getting to the point where it's so obvious even the leftists are figuring it out. You had Hochul, the governor of New York, essentially saying, hey, all you people that are willing to suck up to us and pay your little uh, – protection money to the almighty state well you don't have anything to worry about at least as long as your credit your social credit store stays good we won't steal your buildings we don't think uh and and that was not exactly calming to folks so what you have is the leftists literally sticking a pin in it on the one hand denying they're sticking a pin in it on the other hand and then all these indicators coming out saying it is going to get really really ugly so uh, here's another one out of new york a housing rent spike as the democrats welcome an endless line of illegals so if you're an illegal you get free rent if you are a, a new yorker you don't get a place to live and if you did you can't afford it so that's part one you mentioned the the banks shutting down whether they like it or not because of electronic failures and so forth wells fargo bank of america Citizens, PNC, Santander, all announced another 31 bank closures, branch bank closures, in just one week. So this is continuing. The, the branch banks are being shut down. Gee, I wonder if it could have something to do with the mark of the beast. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, the um, uh, I think it was the, um, I'm going to say BRICS, came out yesterday saying that they were going to uh, come out with a digital currency, uh, and they were moving toward that. They also said that they wanted to burn the dollar down, uh, and that is going to happen in relatively short order within the next uh, few months, I think. 
but we have all of these indicators that the banking sector as well as the general economy are going by the wayside that that serious issue and this is coming from a guy that was in the financial industry this is coming from a guy that has been there i was there uh you know during 2000 2007 2008 as well as 2000 uh for the uh, tech burst but uh the tech bubble but uh, what we are seeing is something that is much much worse than that and all indicators are that uh we don't we don't have long till something really bad happens. You know, it, it occurs to me, Mark, that um, I don't know how much you know your audience uh, buys into this, but David Wilkerson uh, prophesied in uh, I think it was 1931, maybe 1932, a long time ago, yeah, in what he called the vi- yeah, in what he called the vision, uh, where he saw the uh, the U.S. economy collapse. What he saw was that the um, uh, the the economy of Germany would collapse first, and we are seeing. If, if you take a step back, we are seeing those indicators right now. And then Japan would collapse. The, the economy of Japan would collapse, and then the United States. So, you know, if you look at what's going on in the world today, as far as economies and the banking system, we are seeing these. Uh, indicators happening right now it is mind-blowing to think that we are in that place you know in 2024 but yet mark here we are exactly well and and again they uh, the 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 thing that's uh, so amazing daniel is that there are so many indicators on so many fronts we've 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 named half a dozen just financial indicators and you know will it be the uh, the commercial real estate collapse that pricks the bubble ultimately and finally there've been so many that have have started to do that um, will it be the uh, central bank digital currencies will it be some kind of a uh, cyber attack or major grid down scenario um, there was this too and then, and then we'll throw out another story in a second Christine Lagarde, uh, you know, the globalist central bankster, uh, has recently announced the EU is getting closer to launching their own market, our uh, central bank digital currency, CBDC. That will increase pressure on the U.S. Fed. And by the way, there's all kinds of talk about interest rates this week. And uh, are they or are they not going to uh, ease? The answer seems to be no. But um, they have to because there's a there's a senile cretin that needs to be reelected, and the only way they can even make it remotely plausible is to uh, to grease the skids and drop interest rates. So they're caught between a rock and a hard place. So many things like that all coming to a head. And you're right. Um, I am. I know that they'll pull the pin on the U.S. dollar eventually. The CBDCs uh, will be one element. The BRICS will be another. And um, especially if the BRICS launch a uh, – lots of countries want to join their uh, their gold-backed currency and, and so forth. So what we're seeing are, are various kinds of pressures. Uh, I have no doubt that it will happen. When it will happen is when it will make the most money for those that are on the inside that are pulling the strings. Go ahead. Well, you know, it's interesting. When you look at Revelation 13 and, it, it, you know, it talks about the mark of the beast and nobody will be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. I, I can't help but wonder exactly, you know, which mark of the beast, and, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head with this, which mark of the beast it will be. Uh, I, I have no doubt that it will be a digital currency of some sort, because that's the only way they can they can really track you. But will it be uh, the, the BRICS uh, mark of the beast? Will it be the, uh, the Fed's mark of the beast? So this is a crazy thing, Mark. They're talking about, 
replacing the uh, the greenback, the paper dollar, with a uh, a digital currency. But yet they can't sell, uh, you know, any notes, any treasury notes to back the digital uh, the the paperback dollar. Nobody wants our currency these days. They go out to bid, and nobody will bid on the uh, on treasuries. So, how long will that go on? And what makes them think in the, well? I was going to say in the right mind. They're not in the right mind. But what makes them think that anybody would want a fiat digital currency uh, that is backed by uh, the the United States when they don't trust us in the first place? Well, you're right. That's the crazy thing. Uh, we. Well, so the answer is, and and you're 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 on the right track, and we know where, where it's headed. Uh, it ends up in the mark of the beast. But the way it gets there is, if you know that what you got is failing, and people hate it, and they see through it, and they don't want it, you have to force them. You have to make it the only, you know, the only house on a bad block. You've got to basically say, hey, you don't have any choice. And then, using the control mechanisms, you force them into it, and and that's how we get here. So it's it's not only inevitable that we get to the central bank digital currency as this stepping stone and all of the lockdowns and all of the control measures and the e-APIS and the e-passports and e-verify are all part of being able to force people into it so they can't buy or sell. And then you have to basically say, we eliminate all the alternatives. And, of course, the last alternative, the one that will be the hardest to eliminate, is the thing that uh, most of us are uh, encouraging people to be aware is real money, which is, of course, silver. The Hebrew word is kasef. The same word means silver. Oh, yeah, and it's the same word that means money. If you go to uh, Spanish-speaking countries, you'll find out that the word that means cash down there, hard money, they call it plata in a lot of places. It's slang, but what plata literally means is silver. So, again, over and over, we're seeing that the goal is to reduce the options, eventually eliminate as many as they can. They'll criminalize them, but um, we're going to have to come out and recognize this before it's too late. Go ahead. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, So, for years, uh, you know, I I got saved uh, in in the early 80s, and uh, for more than 40 years, you know, I've stood back and watched all this stuff that's going on. And I remember when I was a young uh, Christian, long before I started walking this path, uh, I, you know, I was thinking there was no way I was going to take the mark of the beast. You know, and I was on the lookout for, you know, for things like, uh, you know, chips that would go in your hand or some sort of card that you'd have to pay for, uh, pay with. Uh, or something like that, something that would connect you to technology. And what we're seeing now, interestingly enough, is that people are embracing that technology. But not only that, uh, the idea that all of your dollars or all of your currency uh, could be controlled digitally through, you know, a cell phone or a computer is appealing to people. This blows my mind, Mark, but because what they don't recognize is the fact that if it goes digital, and it will, uh, then the government can actually not only track what you are doing, but they can control what you are doing. They can make your digital dollars disappear, uh, or they can add to it, I suppose. Time uh, But yeah. it, it is mind blowing. It is mind blowing to me that they are, they are, you know, society today is embracing this technology that will 
lead us directly to the mark of the beast. Go ahead. Well, and, and you're, you're correct. And what's funny, of course, is it's, it's being done on, on multiple fronts. There's an old communist propaganda technique and a, um, a control mechanism. It's called the pincher's theory, right? Pressure from above, pressure from below. So essentially what you do is you hit people from every angle and you try to convince them that you want this. It's convenient. This mark of the beast is a good thing. Uh, here's one example. I remember all the way back to the days of the chip. If we put a chip in your pet, your dog or your cat, well, then if it gets lost or stolen, we can track it. If you've got animals, rather than branding them like they used to do with cattle and horses, well, we'll just put a chip in them. Now we can track them. Well, guess what? If you're a mommy and you want your little baby boy to be safe and not worry about kidnapping, you better put a chip in him so that if he gets kidnapped, we can track him. Maybe you can do it from satellites. And if you're not a good mommy, you won't do this. So bad mommies don't do it. Conspiracy theorist mommies don't either. And uh, it's all about pressure from above and below, convincing people to do things which they know darn well aren't in their best interest but hey it's the only choice i got go ahead well you know <laughs> i when i i talked to you yesterday on the phone briefly about some stuff that i was doing one of the things that uh strikes me <laughs> i've been uh binging on uh the uh the, the secret of skywalker ranch and one of the things that they they did on the ranch is that they brought in a bunch of cattle, because cattle keep the uh, keep the ground, uh, you know, keep the grass low, and they'll they'll eat the grass and stuff like that. So they use them for grazing. But you know, because all the weird stuff that goes on at Skywalker Ranch, one of the things they did is they put GPS trackers on all of those cattle, so they knew exactly where the cattle were, and if they were in distress, if you know, yeah, you know, they would know right away that they were in distress. But you're exactly right. That is that is what's going on today, and people don't recognize it. But, you know, we have been so desensitized to the fact that the government uh, and the powers that be, if you will, uh, do not necessarily have our best interest at heart, that we don't fear or we, we're not concerned about what they could or could not do. Uh the fact, the very fact that that many people today are paying with their phone. You know, if I go someplace, it, inevitably they have. I have a Samsung. Uh, inevitably they'll have Samsung Pay, or uh, there'll be a, a little logo there that says Apple Pay, or or something like that. Uh, it will be to the point that people just whip out the phone, which they're comfortable with now. And, and pay for whatever, whatever they want. What, what they don't realize is that when they do that, all of those transactions and all of those, uh, all their movements, all their efforts are being tracked by the government and powers that be. Now, I could, I could sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist and admittedly I am. <laughs> But it doesn't mean I'm wrong, Mark. Because they are, yeah. They really do want to kill you. And, and that's the thing that is the hardest for people to wrap their heads around is that they, you know, whether it's the Zyklon B injections or all of the things that they were telling, wear your mask like a good little slave. A, it makes it easier for us to count and see how effective our propaganda is if all the people who are really, really dumbed down will wear a mask so we can identify them. 
And B, it uh, literally dumbs you down because it increases the oxygen, decreases the oxygen in the bloodstream and increases the carbon dioxide, which is um, essentially a way of um, making you less able uh, to, uh, to rationally reason and more amenable to being controlled. Um, you've got 5G technology, all of these things that are coming out that are part of the not only the Internet of Things, but the ability to induce pain and crank up the power and cause problems with the immune system. There are, there are what are called two-factor interactions. Daniel, it's, it's kind of like the more you understand, the more you recognize the engineering and how carefully planned all of this is, the more you, you cannot ignore that it was done deliberately and that it was all about evil, and the more you also can't fail to recognize that uh, there really is such a thing as good and evil, and again, they want people dead. The, the ones that aren't dead, uh, they want controlled, and basically if they can't control you, that's especially when they want you dead. Go ahead. Well, you know, and if, if, if audience, if you don't think that, uh, there was an article that came out just today. Letitia, I think her name's Letitia Jones, uh, Jane. the AG out of New York, yeah. is, is suing, uh, some, some, um, beef, producer. beef producers. Because, yeah. Yeah, because, because they are, uh, misleading the public about, about their efforts toward climate change, right? So, okay. So if you're a, a nutty uh, liberal and and uh, you're a tree hugger or whatever, and oh, okay, that's derogatory, Daniel. That's mean spirited. Well, I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> yeah. But if you're of that mind and or lack and, of mind, uh, you say, well, that's a good thing. What you don't understand is that her efforts in suing the uh, 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 you know the the beef producer. Is, is designed to shut them down. And it's the tip of the spear. It's the, it's the, uh, the tip of the iceberg. If, if she can be effective in suing this beef producers, a beef producer, all of the other, it's, I think it's called ABS. Yep. Uh, is the uh, name of the company. Uh, all the other, uh, companies are, are fair game. The problem is beef producers produce food. You got it. Beef. So this is not a, you know, this is not an attack on, uh, you know, uh, beef per se. This is a ta- an attack on the food supply. And people do not understand the slippery slope that we are on. What we are seeing, Mark, is an all-out effort to kill humanity. And, you know, Letitia Jones, she sits back there. She probably does all kinds of sacrificial things and all this other crazy stuff. Uh, but what they do not understand, what the audience does not understand, uh, is that uh, this is an attack on humanity. And it's happening all over, uh, you know, in all echelons of the, uh, the system, the financial system, the food system. Uh, it's it's happening all over. It's very, very scary what's going on right now. Well, it, it's good that you brought that up because that was actually one of the stories. If I had to pick a story this week that I would say was the biggest indicator of the pure level of evil and of complicity, satanic, demonic folks, uh, Letitia James, New York Attorney General, uh, Soros plant extraordinaire, and truly one of the most evil women on the planet. There are so many uh, that are in competition. You've got the Fauci's of the world, the WEF, the Klaus Schwab's, and Letitia James, and what this bugs, what what especially irritates me, Dan, you're right. Uh, she's attacking this JBS USA Foods Company because they produce beef. 
Now, A, remember, they don't want you to have beef. They want you to eat bugs if you have any food at all. And uh, she calls it ill-gotten gains from false sustainability claims. In other words, while these people are telling you that you have to have sustainable stuff and what we're going to feed you is total bull, you know what, because we want you to eat bugs and eat the crap we're selling you and believe it too, they're going after one of the biggest, well, the biggest uh, beef um, provider in the United States and um, ultimately saying that, um, well, the beef industry is one of the largest contributors to climate change, she said. Now, man-made global warming, climate change, it's total BS. Oh, and let's go to break with this clip of the Biden fewer down at the open southern border. The idea there's no such thing as climate change, I love that, man. I love some of my Neanderthal friends uh, who still think there's no climate change. Notice he was told to be careful and get this right. There is climate change, folks. It's just caused by things like the sun and things that you're not going to be told about. It's not caused by your driving an internal combustion engine, breathing in and out, and cow farts. But it's all part of the same big lie and what we'll be talking about when we get back with guest Daniel Holdings. Stay with us. folks welcome back now to the second segment of the show for this evening this is mark hall and we're going to continue now with the second half of the interview i did late this week with author and good friend daniel holdings and as always lots of talk about when we went to break uh he had brought it up and i was going there anyway uh letitia james the uh, criminally evil absolutely satanic and i'm probably soft peddling it just a bit Attorney General of New York, okay, it's not enough that they're trying to get people to realize, hey, if you own property in New York, if you're a multi-millionaire or a billionaire, uh, you're uh, you're fair game. If you don't pay your good old-fashioned mafia protection money, we'll just steal it from you. If your socialist credit score isn't high enough to confirm that you're a virtue-signaling, knee-jerk leftist wokester, we may just decide to steal your office buildings or your company. So some of them are getting gone. Anyway, she has now extended the um, the attack to food manufacturers and food providers. Uh, meatpacking giant JBS USA 
And uh, essentially, the beef industry, she said, is one of the largest contributors to climate change. The Biden fewer, reading from his teleprompter down in uh, Texas at the open border, said, if you don't believe the crap we're peddling about climate, then you are a Neanderthal. And what is she doing? Peddling worse crap and saying, we're going to penalize people for it because we want you to eat bugs. And what was funny was, uh, not funny, haha. Uh, the uh, Brazilian uh, largest manufacturer of, uh, well, one of the biggest meat packers in the world, and they're the biggest USA provider, their, their U.S. unit, uh, has, quote, no viable plan to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions. So if you don't have a viable plan, you know, next it'll be the tooth fairy. If you don't have a viable plan to protect the tooth fairy, if you don't have a viable plan to institute Santa Claus restrictions, uh, other BS that we make up, we're going to steal your stuff. And this is this is how insane it's gotten. Now, meanwhile, I point out, uh, is Pfizer on the hook because they've killed millions of people? Are they even withdrawing the poison from the market? Hell no. How about Monsatan? They're threatening the entire planet with genetically modified frankenfoods. Oh, no. Wait a second. You see, what these companies have in common is they want people dead. They're helping. So they're safe. How about this one? Uh, a Gates-founded uh, and funded project to release, to release 5 billion genetically modified Franken-mosquitoes into Brazil. Turns out, uh-oh, who could have thought it? Unintended consequences. The, uh, the rate of dengue fever, which was supposed to be stopped by these mosquitoes, is up 400%. They're reproducing in the wild. They weren't supposed to do that. Oh, no, this was not supposed to happen. Uh, do you think she's going to go after Oxitec and Gates and say, you guys have destroyed the planet by releasing this damnably evil, genetically super-modified mosquito? No. So uh, the, the hypocrisy is just one of the elements of this, Daniel. Go ahead. So much on the table here. <laughs> well, I can help but chuckle, Mark. It's not funny, but I can help but chuckle. I did a, a podcast. Uh, I, you know, I, I do podcasts with Steve Coyle over at uh, Q-Files, SteveCoyle.com. And I did a podcast this week called, uh, I think the title of it was Snowflakes and Mad Men Running the World, uh, The End of the Age or something like that. And I, I, I pretty much listed all the things you just yeah. said. Uh, but the crazy thing is, and I said, you know, one of the other things that Bill Gates came out with, uh, or an article that came out this week was that Bill Gates wants to uh, block out the sun. They talked about this article talked about uh, the crazy scheme to block out the sun to cool the planet uh, for for climate change. And I asked the audience. I said, "Wait a minute! Nobody asked me. I live here. I live on planet Earth. So do you. And nobody asked me if I wanted the sun blocked out. You know. But these people are are so arrogant. They are so uh, uh, evil." That they take it upon themselves to decide for you and I what what is good for planet Earth, even though it's where we live. The other thing is, uh, you know, I did this on that very same show. I, I came across an article that talked about the twenty characteristics of uh, psychopaths, and what you see is the the, the Democrats and the liberals that there is. Uh, psychopathic tendencies uh, throughout the whole uh, you know democratic congress and and the president and all the, and I use that term loosely the president yeah. but uh, you know throughout all of them because they are they love absolute power and uh, they will tell you what they want to do whether you want it or not 
And yet, Mark, we sit back, we shake our heads, we get upset, but yet we do nothing uh, because we feel like we have no power. Yet this is the, the this is the reality that we live in. Uh, you know, Bill Gates did release mosquitoes, uh, you know, man-made, genetically modified mosquitoes into the uh, the environment. Letitia James is suing that beef producer, uh, and so on. And you know, Biden will do what Biden does, and so on and so on. We will live with these consequences, and we just sit back and shake our heads and say uh, that stinks. You know, we can't we can't do anything. Mark, I don't know how long it will be before Americans uh, throw up their hands. And uh, listen, I, I, for anybody that's listening. Uh, three letter agencies and the rest. I'm not advocating a civil war, but I wonder, Mark, how long it will be before Americans throw up their hands and say, no more. I'm not taking this anymore. Not unlike what they did down in Texas. I'm not taking this anymore. You know, I'm we're going to do whatever hell. we need yeah. to do to stop this outrage. Yeah, it was, uh, you're, 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 uh, I think, uh, remember Beal, the, uh, the mad, uh, prophet of the airwaves from the movie Network, so prophetic itself. Uh, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take this anymore. And, uh, that's, uh, a partial response to what needs to happen. The rest of it, of course, is to say, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna be separate, and I'm not gonna let you kill me, not gonna let you cut the genitalia off my kids, not gonna be drinking your climate Kool-Aid, and, uh, you know, uh, you may be able to shut down the, uh, the uh, the sunlight coming to the earth because what's really happening whether people know it or not is the earth is cooling off and that's part of the big lie here there is climate change it's just you don't have to worry about more heating because more heating means more food no that's not what they want they they know it's cooling they want to make sure that you freeze to death so they're going to destroy the Nord Stream pipeline and cut off your ability to have electricity and cut off your ability to have natural gas to heat your homes and they're going to tell you you want a, an electric car but when we shut the power grid down ha ha we didn't want you to go anywhere anyway so uh, you know it's it's true if you just recognize that they are liars and that most of the time the best way to understand what they're doing is just take what they say and invert it they tell you things are getting warmer be uh, be afraid go, go buy a bikini the answer is you better you know insulate your house and make sure you have power because they don't want you to um, and, and there is so much more. So um, on, on every front, I guess what we're seeing is it, it all points in the same direction. People have to recognize the lie, and that's part of it. It's, it's not enough to be mad as hell. It's also important that you start saying, okay, what am I going to do about it physically even? We know what we're going to do spiritually, but physically we have to be prepared for some pretty tough times, some colder climate for lack of food, and for a complete breakdown of a, uh, a system that is intended to fail. Uh, go ahead. Well, you know, not only the lies as far as the, the climate goes and, and the banking system goes, they are spreading lies about uh, uh, geopolitical issues such as uh, war in Russia. What they are not telling you, what, what is not being broadcast on mainstream media, is that the that NATO actually has troops uh, in the Ukraine, yep. and that Russia has said that if there are if there is a direct impact from NATO in the Ukraine via you know troops or equipment, that they will fight back. So what they are not telling you is that they have put us in jeopardy uh, where World War Three is concerned, and, it, and they spin it. Mark, as, I don't know, as patriotism and support for Ukraine Nazis, 
<laughs> support for Ukraine. In the meantime, they vilify uh, Israel, you know, for, for doing what they're doing in, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, it is mind-blowing to see how they – you're right. If they say something, just make sure you invert it so that you understand the truth because everything they say is a lie, and it's the exact opposite of what's really happening. Exactly. Well, you mentioned this this whole topic. Uh, I mentioned uh, Hal Turner at the top of the show. He was uh, talking about how the Brits have come out and admitted that they helped Zelensky destroy Russian warships. That's an act of war. And now there was this piece from the New York Times. It's um, it's gotten some headlines because it is, after all, the New York Times. When they come out and admit what everybody that's a conspiracy theorist has known for years, the the the, the topic was this. The headline said, The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. And uh, as the uh, author for um, the Gateway Pundit uh, summarized it, what you need to know here is that this article is a deliberate piece of misinformation. It's about shaping public and policy-making opinion in the United States. It's propaganda. So, so therefore, it's the 80-20 rule, a mixture of truth and lies. But um, essentially, they're saying, oh, this is about an intelligence partnership between Washington and Kiev. It's a, a linchpin of Ukraine's ability to defend itself. But wait a minute. It took place long before the war. It's part of the reason why Russia decided we had better invade because they're pushing this. And essentially, you're right. What they have done is the New York Times has come out and admitted the quiet part. They have admitted that Russia is justified in going to war with the U.S. and with NATO. And this is astounding. Uh, I, I, take it away. Well, you know, that's the thing. Uh, they are looking for justification to actually not 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 because they feel like they need justification. They're not they're not asking our permission to go to war with Russia. Uh, they want to be able to point the fingers at the bad guys, at Russians, because they I think they understand this much that, you know, should the should the populace wake up and go, wait a minute, this is wrong, that they would have to they would be burned at the stake or dragged through tarred and feathered and dragged through the streets. Uh, so they are looking for justification in that regard uh, for a war in Russia because they need a war, Mark. I mean, they've ruined the economy. Uh, they've killed a good majority of Americans with uh, not only Americans, but uh, throughout Europe with the, uh, the, the, the vaccine that isn't a vaccine. Uh, and they, they have run this country into the ground. Uh, when people start clamoring for change, they will look automatically to the government. What better way to distract from that than a war? What better way? I forget who it was. It, it wasn't Nietzsche. It was somebody else. Uh, that said that it was he was an economist back in the 1800s, I think, that said that when goods and services don't cross building, uh, excuse me, when goods and services don't cross borders, uh, armies, armies will. Yep. So what better way to distract from what is really going on in the world uh, than than a war? And then you can have a, a, a reset, a great reset, if you will to a, a new order of some sort. It has been their plan all along, and what people do not realize is the, 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 the bunk that we are being fed by mainstream media and by the political operatives in this country. You know, it occurs to me, Mark, that uh, uh, I, I'm reminded that Obama, when he got into the office, right the first, uh, the first uh, year that, that he was in the office, within months, of his election, he uh, he signed a uh, executive order 
that said that the United States, he repealed some law from 1940-something, uh, that said that the United States could now uh, uh, use propaganda on their citizens. Oh, yeah. I remember when that came out, I was like, wait a minute, why do they have to use propaganda on their citizens? So I, I thought they were their job was to tell us the truth. No, their job is not to tell us the truth. Their job in their minds is to do whatever the heck they want and pull us by the nose as in a nose ring so that we'll fall along. Go ahead, Mark. Well, and what you've described, I mean, literally, the definition is in the uh, Constitution. It is treason. It is making war against the states and the people. And that's precisely what they've done. So what this propaganda thing, and you're, you're correct, that um, Obama said, well, you know, we've been doing it, but now we're just not going to hide it anymore. Uh, we're going to lie about it, but we're not going to hide it. And that is they're going to make war against the American people's minds. Propaganda is, a, you know, uh, one of the highest forms of war. You can go all the way back to Sun Tzu. It's all about controlling information. Most wars are information wars up front. And that is exactly what they're doing. They're making war against America and the American people by lying to them, by feeding them crap. You've heard the old joke about the mushrooms, right? Feed them, uh, feed, you know, pee on them, and then uh, keep them in the dark, and they'll grow. And that's exactly what they're trying to get to happen with the American people by making war on their minds. Um, we had uh, Here's another one on that same score. This, If you didn't see this, you probably did, Daniel, but if folks haven't heard about it, they need to. There is a scumbag on CNN. Essentially, uh, her name is, um, and I'll probably butcher this, and she deserves it. Um, what's a, oh, uh, 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 is a, um, uh, she, she was on uh, some CNN show, uh, liberal outlet Politico covered it, and she's from Politico. MSNBC, not, not CNN. Hey, it's, it's tough to keep your, uh, your purveyors of crap straight. Anyway, she said essentially that if you believe that you have rights that come from some God that's written about in some book that we don't like, you are a Christian nationalist, therefore you're a terrorist. So basically what she was doing was say the hell with the, de- with the Declaration of Independence. The things that kids used to know, every six-year-old should have known that we have rights that come from God. They don't talk about that anymore. So now she's saying that how, how dare you Christian nationalists believe you have rights from any other source than us and the biggest brother you can imagine. So the news this week was you've got so-called Christian groups coming out and demanding an apology. Well, apology is not enough because this wouldn't have happened if they didn't have people that were so dumbed down that they didn't even know that they were fed this kind of crap. Okay, uh, our republic was founded on the concept that we have God-given, once constitutionally protected rights, right? We hold these truths to be self-evident. And all that this person is doing is to say, hey, we're, we've got you so dumbed down, I can come right out on national TV and say this kind of stuff, and you won't even catch it, because you've been eating the crap that we've been feeding you. Go ahead. Well, uh, you know, I reported a couple weeks ago how a recent survey said that the Nuns, that's N-O-N-E-S, not the N-U-N-S, but the nuns uh, are the majority of Americans these days, meaning that not affiliated with any type of religion or a biblical worldview. So that could not happen unless people you know, walked away from the Father. They walked away from their Creator. And that's exactly what we're seeing. If you have no foundation, no root 
in uh, in the father no no uh you know no no bearing as far as what is right and what is wrong according to a biblical worldview then you're you're a sucker mark for anything they want to feed you and that's the society that we live in the vast majority of society today is is like a you know it's like a ship adrift that has no anchor uh, because they they will uh, they don't they don't have a biblical worldview and therefore they will believe whatever the government tells them and if the government changes their mind and and they give them a different line of of crap then they'll accept that like that's that's okay uh, but that is the world that we live in and and I dare say that that we could not be where we are in history if it were not for that mindset uh, you know the Bible talks about how there would be people that would walk away from, uh, you know, from the Lord in, in, you know, the last days. And Mark, uh, I, I dare say that we are there now. Absolutely. You know, that's, you're, you're probably headed the very same place I was headed as you were talking, and that is, uh, A, uh, that was the subject of the, uh, the Come Out of Her Bright People show that I did last night. Literally, Strong Delusion. It was written about by Paul in uh, his letter, and uh, it's also a quote almost directly from Isaiah 66, where he says, because they chose that in which I do not delight, I will also choose their delusions and bring their fears upon them. And um, as you were talking, then I'm thinking, okay, probably the most famous quote in the Bible that describes precisely where we are and what they have done by dumbing people down and convincing them that, you know, uh, carbon is bad. By the way, you're carbon. Carbon dioxide is especially bad. Well, that's what you breathe out every time you draw a breath is carbon dioxide. So basically what that says is if you follow the logic, and they won't, that means you need dying. So... Um, uh, in uh, in chapter 4 of Hosea the prophet, um, the creator put it this way. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, everybody's heard that one, and it's true, and that's exactly what they're accomplishing. But wait, it goes on, and think about this. And this is how, how close uh, you know we are to the edge that you were talking about. He says, because you have rejected knowledge, you don't teach it to your kids, you don't believe the, the, the science, you believe crap science and think that carbon is bad and you're carbon and, the, and all that stuff, because you've rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priests for me. Yeah, we'll have fake priests like Fauci and Letitia James. Because you have forgotten the Torah, and that's the word in the Bible, because you have forgotten the Torah of your Elohim, I will also forget your children. Hell, they may even have their little genitalia cut off before they know what they're for. And this is where we are. It, it doesn't get any closer to home. Go ahead. Well, you, you know, uh, when I think about the things that are going on in the world today, when I think about the potential, uh, not potential, the soon coming, I should say, World War III, when I think about the, uh, the coming financial collapse, economic collapse, when I think about uh, the coming civil war when i think about uh you know uh well as you said the uh, uh you know uh, lgbt uh what do you call it agenda uh, uh, yeah agenda right uh being being spread throughout the united states uh it could not happen if people did not understand uh you know the bible if they didn't understand who they were in the Creator, and that is exactly where we are. And it's it's a scary proposition. I often talk about the 
the Antichrist and the mark of the beast. And I, you know, Mark, it stuns me when I talk about such things that people do not understand how very close we are to both of those uh, circumstances that that we will soon see the mark of the beast, that we will soon see uh, the, uh, the the Antichrist. Uh, just yesterday, I, I read an article that talked about how uh, Iran, I think it was, uh, has has given Hezbollah uh, the green light to to go ahead and go to war with Israel. Well, okay, Hezbollah is primarily in in Lebanon, uh, and uh, it seems to me, Mark, I don't know, but doesn't the Bible mention something about? Being uh, Damascus being made a ruinous heap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People understand how late in the day it is. Exactly. Well, you know, there's so much. I mean, we we could just barely scratch the surface with all the prophecies that are essentially coming true. Now, there's others in Isaiah. Women and children will lead them. And uh, you look at this, you say, well, Biden's not a woman or a child, but basically he might think he is. He doesn't remember what he what he was. And one thing's for sure, he's as senile, and I'd rather have a four year old in there. At least a four year old probably can connect cause and effect if he hadn't been dumbed down yet. So um, on all those scales, you know, it's amazing. Here, here's the story. Biden will not take a, did not take a cognitive test because, says the chief liar, Karine Jean-Pierre, he doesn't need it. Well, yeah, that means they know that he would fail it, and he doesn't need it because why tell people the truth? So, you know, on every front, you, you simply can't deny that we're there. And uh, so people need to be um, more aware than ever and coming out and, uh, and learning, understanding. Uh, go ahead. you got about 30 seconds. Take us out, Daniel. It's great to have you on again. Well, thank you, Mark, and the audience. It's been good to be with you. You know, it's been a few years since I was at uh, Hebrew Nation, and it's always good to talk to you. Thank you for having me back on. You know, it occurs to me that uh, in the years that I have been gone, the things have progressed so quickly throughout the world. Um, and the only thing that I can say to give you some solace, uh, in addition to the word, is to look up because our redemption is nigh. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us, Dan. Always appreciated. Shabbat shalom, folks.